0: Hey, just wanted to say thank you for listening to Fifty Shades of Boucher. Uh, this week we had Mackenzie on. She's the author for the cookbook Minnesota Made, and it's all Minnesota recipes. Uh, you can find it at Barnes and Noble and on Amazon under the cookbook again, Minnesota Made. Uh, Mackenzie, I know we uh, went to the same high school. She's a few years younger than me. Um, I actually played football with her brother. Uh, great interview. It was awesome. She she told us about her time. Uh, you know what it was like to come up with the cookbook idea and. And then we got into some of the jobs that she's had along with working with the Minnesota Vikings and being a recruiter for the Gophers and kind of where kind of where that's going to go and and what she wants to do with that. And, you know, there's a few other things we talked about, too. So it was a great, great interview. Uh, Really appreciate her coming on. And uh, I'm glad that we can still do this even in the quarantine. So please go look her up. Go find her uh, cookbook. That's at Kenzie Keefe on Instagram. Uh, again, Minnesota Made, uh, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And again, please, please, please share the episode. Tell people about Fifty Shades of Boucher. Let's spread the word. It's the one thing that during the coronavirus, it's okay to spread from word of mouth. Boom. Got my coronavirus joke in. All right. Here's the episode. Go right into, uh, you know, promote what you have to. I like doing that right off the back because I always forget to let people promote and, and talk into <laughs> talk, it. So. I
1: have it here. Perfect. Perfect. I need to get your... I need to get your address to send this to you, but um, so yeah, I made oh right on, thank you. I made Minnesota Made Cookbook. Um, I think I released it in October of last year, and basically, I don't even know how it started. I think um, I've always like loved cooking and stuff, so that's where that came from. But when I got to college,
0: oh, there you go.
1: The weirdest sleep schedule ever. So I would just like come in every once in a while with like a plate of food, and she's like, "Oh my god, thank you." Um. So and then I started just like on Snapchat, like recording recipes that I made, and people were like, "Can you like post these somewhere?" And so I just started
0: um. Your Instagram, know, right?
1: them and making a cookbook. And um, the thing that I wanted to do different was. Um, I'm in college for, um, sport management major, but I have a minor in health promotion and wellness. And when I was like looking up recipes and stuff, like people would ask me like their opinion, like, Oh, like, can I get like a recipe, um, that'll benefit me in this way and stuff like that. And all of the cookbooks that I looked up throughout like Amazon or like other bookstores and things like that.
0: Oh, a little bit of a lag.
1: It, yeah, and I'm like, I feel like I'm more of like a person that's like, okay, like I need to know like the why of everything. So in the back of the cookbook, it explains like all the benefits to every single recipe, um, which is good. I think that's like where healthy cookbooks are really lacking because they just – basically threw a bunch of information at you and didn't ever tell you, like, why right. it was beneficial. Right. Um, and it kind of – I like it, too, just because it kind of, like, breaks down a few barriers. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't want to eat any carbs. And it's like they don't know that, you know, whole grain foods have all these benefits and stuff like that. So just kind of, like, breaking down those barriers and making sure everyone knows, like, any type of food can – Fit into like a good diet and things like that so right
0: I can't yeah. imagine trying to work with somebody and like or like have have to explain to somebody who's like uh, just her gluten is bad for them and then like explain like well, why does this have gluten is there a gluten-free option like no just relax on the fad and like understand that like what you're eating is much better if you know you're not eating like ho-hos every day and like a pizza I know you know
1: yeah it, it's funny like being in like classes. Um, Like the nutrition classes and everything because all of the professors are like, okay, we need to cut down on the fads and just like people really just need to like get their vegetables in and get their fruits in and stuff like that because I think I was going over things yesterday and like essentially people need to double like their intake of like fruits and vegetables for like in order to be a healthy diet. And obviously they're not getting those things, but then at the same time, they're like, oh, like I need to go on a diet. And it's like, you're not getting what you need anyway. Right.
0: So what's the diet going to do except cut back on calories and maybe more essential things your body was getting. So
1: it's like just making sure that you get like the good things in. And I've always told people too, like, instead of focusing on like cutting like the bad things out, focus on adding more like good things in, like add in a piece of fruit today or whatever. So. Right. It's just easier, and it's not it doesn't focus on like the shame of things and
0: everything. I get you. So when you're trying to promote this cookbook and you and you first put it out, do you have it like already made? Like, have you already made it? Like, there's a you know hard hard copy or soft copy, and you kind of tell people or like how do you how do you promote it? Because you even have it on Barnes and Noble, um, Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. anywhere else is it actually so there is physical copies you can go pick up. Uh, locally, right?
1: Yeah. So obviously, obviously, those places are
0: shut like down Barnes right now. <laughs> right. I think Barnes and Noble but, um, is Barnes and Noble still open? I heard they were doing like a, they'll drop it off at the curb. I
1: don't know. I know that like I don't think you can go in store, but yeah. it's on um, hardcover and soft is on Barnes and Noble, and then soft cover on Amazon.
0: Okay. So.
1: And then it's like they'll the um they'll never go out of stock. They make them as you buy them. Oh, so perfect! That's super nice. So you don't have to worry about any of that.
0: Yeah, that's um, awesome.
1: But I'm trying to think. I know. So like I would I would just make the recipes as I go. Um, the biggest thing is what I learned in class. One of my professors like always like pounds into our heads. She's like, you need to. In order for people to make changes, you need to make the healthy choice, the easy choice. And obviously, um, people if people are looking to make a change, if people are looking to eat healthier, it's going to be hard to go from what they're doing to food or anything like that. But like people don't want to have bland food. So I took the recipes to the biggest critics, my family, and all of the recipes have been like approved by them. So like I fed them like all of these things and they had to, you know, tell me like this tastes like shit or this is good and all right. of these have been approved by them. So they go. taste good and they are good.
0: Right. They, at least they give you an honest opinion. It's not a friend who's going to kind of bullshit you where it's like, no, 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 you need this needs to be like good or else people aren't going to buy book number two or whatever. Right. Yeah.
1: Right, or people going to, like, if, and I think that's the biggest thing, like, people go from, like, eating what they're eating to just, like, straight, like, salads with, like, no dressing, and I'm like, you need to find, like, the happy medium, because your stomach needs to be full, and then your brain also needs to be satisfied
0: yeah.
1: with what you're eating.
0: Too. Right, you There's can't be, components. that's why, I like, a cheat meal or a cheat day, because, like, people, you can't be miserable the entire time of eating a bland chicken with, you know, no nothing salad yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'd, go, I'd I think, go nuts.
1: I think Gigi Hadid said one time, she's like, everyone needs to have a burger to stay sane. And I think that's true. I actually had my burger today already, so.
0: There you go. Um, we grilled yeah. last <laughs> night. We grilled last night. And so like this morning I had steak and eggs. So it was like, I, I've eaten like, I've eaten terrible this entire like quarantine thing. The last two weeks. I, I mean, yeah. I'm like candy has just gone down terribly.
1: I know. I think I'm like, it's it's the snacking, like it's not the meals necessarily, because I've been like, I have more time to prepare meals and stuff, I'm not doing anything all day, but it's like the snacking, like, oh, you know what, I've been watching Netflix for a while, I'm kind of bored, what's in the cupboard?
0: Yeah, no, and I am eat like a pizza a day, so I'm pretty, like a Jack's pizza. So that's why this cookbook, I'm going to at least try one, or um, I'm pretty picky, that's the thing, but the nice now thing... Maybe, is,
1: I'll, maybe I'll mail it to you with like, post-it notes in. There you go in it because I know my parents have had like their favorite recipes for sure and they it's funny because like they forget what I've fed them because I some of these I made like over a year ago and um they forgot that like I made them something and so like the next time I feed it to them it's like them trying it all over again and they're like oh my god what is this oh there you go and it's funny
0: yeah yeah Oh yeah. So then uh so you get it out, people are like what are the basic questions you deal with when when you have the cookbook? Like like we kinda joked about like somebody with a gluten thing already come up to you, but like what are some things people always talk to you about in it where it's like, all right, this question can can fuck off. Like I'm done with it.
1: I know. Oh, I think it's I think it's honestly the carbs thing. I get that a lot and actually um So along with this, I'm, I'm in the works of doing my second cookbook. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just creating meals as I go and everything like that. Um, and I actually, the story is so funny because I, a few weeks ago, me and my friend were going to go to this bar crawl thing, but it was like a, a beer dabbler type thing. And so we had ourselves a whole day, like we... Went for a walk around Lake Calhoun, and then we went and got um, brunch and drinks, and then we went from there to the Beer Dabbler, where they had like it was like the big bad beer fest or something like that, okay, and they yeah. had like so many different beers, and they were all like at least like fifteen percent alcohol content, and we had like those. Then we Ubered to Britt's Pub,
0: Jeez, and had there drinks go.
1: there, so we had ourselves a whole day, and I think it's so funny because. I've had my fair share of, like, stupid ideas while I'm drunk, but I, like, messaged this girl who has, like, a whole, like, fitness community on Instagram, and she has, like, thousands and thousands of followers, and I was like, hey, like, I, I got the recipes, like, why don't we, like, merge these two things together, like, you provide, like, people with workouts, like, why don't I just create recipes for you, you can pay me every month, and we'll do it like that, and so, um, I was drunk and I made a business
0: deal. So I think that's like the
1: funniest. Yeah, there you part, go. I, I was so out of it. And I was like texting this girl and I was like, let's do this. So,
0: right. But um, isn't that, doesn't that work sometimes? Like I just did that the other day. Um,
1: it I, does. I, I'm like, I honestly have good ideas sometimes.
0: Yeah. Right. Like I, uh, I message, I don't want to say who yet. Cause I want to make sure I at least get them on cause they message. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard back since, but um i messaged an intern on one of the local shows that like is on it every day and she's become part of the the show so and she said yeah she'd love to and so it was like all right like i was fu- i was fucking pumped yesterday morning because i didn't i didn't expect her to say anything and uh you know so so yeah and i just kind of willingly was like all right just throw it out there be nice like make sure it's not like you know if you want to if you have the you know ability to and it's funny how that works like if you just take a like i you know, I always see people always say, "Oh, I randomly like threw out a DM or something," and and they replied, and it's like, "Whoa!" Like, you know, when it when it actually happens, it's like, "Holy shit!" Like, that was a good move.
1: Right. I know. I'm like one of my favorite quotes is like, "The answer is always going to be no if you don't ask." So that was what I was doing. Um, I was literally like sitting at the bar. I think it's like a vodka tonic, and I was like texting my
0: this girl, and
1: I was like texting friend, and I was like, "I don't even know what's happening right now," and so. Um, we went back to her apartment later that day and we were still like pretty buzzed. And I like threw together this like PDF file of like some recipes and stuff and sent it off to her. And she like used it that week for her um, fitness program and stuff. So, um, but people always like ask her questions and then she'll like come and ask me and they always, always ask like, Oh my God, like doesn't this recipe like have a lot of carbs. And so I started putting like the, the carb content on all of the recipes. But I feel like people don't realize that fruits and vegetables are carbs. So, like, when I have, like, when there's, like, a salad recipe and there's a lot of carbs, they're, like, and then they, like, I don't know. They just... Right. Carbs are for you. Carbs are brain food. If you don't eat carbs, like, your brain literally can't function. So... I think people need to chill on that um, and focus on, like, the other benefits, too, that the recipe provides you. That's why I put the benefits in the back of the cookbook because people are like, oh, my God, carbs. And it's, like, you know, like, it's providing you, like, with digestive health benefits and things like that. And I'm like, you just need to, to chill on the whole carbs thing. I'm so sick of it.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Well, that's because it's this crazy year-long thing where it's it's even like metal straws where it's like people just immediately are like hooked on the idea of it without thinking about like, okay, but you know, but okay, so you got people with carb questions. Um, do you ever get people who try to tell you like how to change the book? Like... Do, <laughs> do you have or or some or do you have people now telling you about their recipe that you have to try or something like that?
1: I don't think I've gotten that yet. Um I think because like the the ideas, so like having the benefits in the book is so different. People are like, "Oh my god, I haven't had anyone um come to me and be like, you need to add this in, like, here's my recipe, like, you should put it in the book, because I feel like right? people are pretty good about, like, respecting my space and things like that, so that's good. I guess I have not even thought about that, because I, I like, guess I wasn't worried about that, but I honestly yeah. feel like, if it was one of, if it was one of my friends, I'd probably be like, maybe consider it, maybe tweak it somehow. If it was, like, a random person, I feel like I'm just so, like... yeah yeah. yeah. like things just off me so easily that i'm just like i don't care like
0: no no i get you no i was more or less saying like i must be doing something wrong then because whenever i like i've had friends come over and like they'll do the podcast and then they tell me like well you should have this and that and it's like fuck man like just come on and have a good time like you don't have to you know (laughs) like i get it like my job (laughs) right 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 well even if it's a job it's just like you know i don't know like there's some people who want, like, podcasts in, like, 20-minute segments and some people who, like, you know, I'll listen to a Joe Rogan or somebody else's and they're two hours long where it's, like, I have a job that, like, I, I dislike very much. So I want to I have something I can listen to and like as long as it'll go, you know. So yeah. and, and most of my podcasts are an hour, an hour, and, like, 30 minutes in between somewhere there. Yeah. So.
1: I honestly, I listen to podcasts all across the board, like, in length i feel like i've been like so sad because i usually listen to them in my car yeah and i haven't been going anywhere so i've been like really lacking in like all my podcast stuff because i feel like if i'm at home i'm like trying to like read or focus on something and i can't have like talking in the background or oh to okay. focus yeah so i'm like maybe i need to go on like a road trip or something by myself and just drive around to catch up on all my podcasts
0: well and i think i read a tweet today that said that podcast listeners are down 20% and like MSNBC and Fox and, and, uh, ABC, they're all like ramped up right now. So people are back to watching television because they're, they're not doing anything. You know, I think podcasts have kind of become the background noise or, or as you're doing something. Cause I can't imagine trying to read a book and listen to a podcast. So it's like, But I can listen to music and listen to a pot and and read a book and no problem. Or I I did like I haven't haven't read a book in forever. I shouldn't lie to people. But yeah. But uh. Right. But uh. So yeah, I don't I don't know. You know, I'm I'm hoping people are listening. I mean, you know, I, I I try to like if I'm outside with my dog, I usually have AirPods in and and. Or if right. I'm walking or something, like I'm always listening to one. But yeah, it seems like a lot of people's as they're as things change, they're not in the same schedule and they don't follow along or or whatever. But I know. Hopefully that means people binge, like.
1: Right, I know. I feel like everyone's everyone's schedule is just so out of whack now. And I miss my podcast, I think I need to... And I tried to listen to one the other day, but I was, like, doing something, like, doing homework or something, and I just, like, I couldn't focus on two things. Yeah. That's why, like, it's good, like, I listen while driving and stuff, and especially when I had to go to, like, um, the Vikings all the way down in Egan, like, that was such a long drive, like, I would binge so many podcasts on that drive. Right,
0: especially if you get stuck in traffic. So let's go on to that, then. So what do you do for the Vikings?
1: So... The past summer, um, I was a training camp intern, which was pretty cool. I helped out with, like, a lot of the stuff during training camp. Um, we have people, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, God, I miss, freaking miss sports, man. And we would have people come from different countries all over, and they'd come up to me and be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm from Mexico. And they'd come up for, like, this free Vikings training camp, and oh, I was geez. like, this is so cool. Um. So, it was honestly like a lot of like op stuff, um, setting up training camp stuff every day, um, helping kids like meet players and get autographs, a lot of autographs. Um, and I'm trying to think. So, the it was Vikings. Honestly, like so much stuff.
0: They put in a rule, I think, right? Like, was this. Was it the Vikings who put this rule in, or I think was it league based that. Adults gotta stay away. Like it's kids can be up getting adult or getting an autograph and, and whatnot, but yeah. Adults can't be up in the line trying to get, you know, memorabilia signed.
1: Yeah. It was it was the Vikings because um I know it was before my time, but this past summer they were like like really reiterating and they were like, Hey, like the autograph line is only for kids now, like eighteen and under And we definitely had, like, some, like, people who really tried, like, older people who, like, really tried to get an autograph. Um, but they really wanted to, like, make, make it around the kids. Um, so people would line up, kids would get their, like, wristbands to go meet, like, whichever player they want.
0: Um, we limited
1: that, like, a certain number of autographs per guy, Mm -hmm. just because they would do it right after practice, and they had to, like, go into the building and stuff. Yeah. Um... So they would get their little wristband. Um, I think it was like maybe like two fifty, three hundred autographs per guy or something like that. Right on. And then um, it was like one thing per kids. So like you couldn't give the guy like three shirts and a hat. And yeah, as like parents that. are like
0: loading you up kids. one thing. Yeah.
1: So it was really awesome for the kids. Um, I just like really realized like how much I hate like parents though because. I, like, was standing there, and I saw, like, moms, like, shove their kids, and I was like, okay, too much. Like, the parents are crazy.
0: I can't imagine. They, I had a uh, a dude I work with, he went this past, uh, this past summer, and his kid got to meet, you know, at, or, you know, B.C. Johnson and all that, and. uh,
1: Yeah, my friend B.C. Yeah, there you
0: go. Um, and he gave like Lacron Treadwell a, a little cross and, you know, he, he was showing me all these pictures and stuff. And it was like, I was like, Oh, cool, man. Like, was it, was it nice that like only kids were up there? He goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it went so much smoother. Like more kids got in, you're not missing more, you know, there's, there's less kids not getting it. And I mean, that's, you know, that's what it's about. It should be, you know, I can't imagine though, but I'm sure you'd be the perfect person to ask this then. Cause, cause I have a phobia of wearing a a jersey of another grown man out in public now and some guys are all against it you know once you're done with football you can't wear somebody else's jersey where's the cutoff like if i bring like a retro like college jersey back is that too crazy or am i too old to be wearing somebody else's jersey like that
1: no i don't think so we saw like honestly every person that came to the door was wearing a jersey yeah no matter how old and it was I think that was the thing I liked most about training camp because so many different, and this is why I got into sports, because so many different people came through those doors and it was like an age range of like, seriously, there were like little baby infants and then like people who were like in walkers. And it was just awesome to see like uh, grandpa like bond with his, um, you know, grandchild over a sport that you also love. And it was just cool to see those connections, um, with everyone. So that was like the the best part of being in training camp. But no, everyone was wearing a jersey. Um we had like jerseys for people to try on and stuff like that. So There you it go. Was,
0: that like, stuff's done different. nowadays. There's no way they're ever letting people share that stuff again.
1: Yeah, no, seriously.
0: That's gonna make your job a little weird. Not no and helmet they, trying and
1: People would, like, walk off because we had, like, the full jersey for people, to, like, the full uniform for people to put on. And people would, like, walk off with the gloves, like, multiple times.
0: Yeah, trying to just steal them or get a pair or whatever. And,
1: mm-hmm. uh, yep, and and parents, like, don't watch their kids. I had to, like, yell at kids. I, I like, already, like, don't. Like, kids are, like, not my forte as it is. Right. So, like, yell at other people's kids. I'm, like, this is not my job. And, like, the kids were, like, so defiant. I'm, like, uh, are you kidding me?
0: Right. Well, you get them all roused up with football. And then, yeah, parents then, are too busy.
1: For the most part, they were okay. I just remember, like, this one kid was, like, jumping on this, like, equipment. And I was, like, okay, like, please don't do that. And I was, like, so nice. And he, like, looked at me and then kept doing it. And I, like, went over to him and, like... Put my hand like by him and I was like, "Can you please get off?" And he just like stared at me and kept jumping again. And I was like, "Okay." And finally, I just like raised my voice and and yelled at him. And I was like, "I am not dealing with this."
0: Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. You're not there to babysit. You're there to, you know. So, I've heard that if you wanted to be a scout for the like, I guess I guess I should ask you what it, so you also work with the Gophers and we can get into that as well. What's your overall plan with this? So you're making cookbooks and you're, you know, you're, uh, running, you know, setting up operations at, at Vikings, you know, events and stuff like that. And, and you work with the gophers. What are you, what are you looking to do? Uh,
1: I, I don't know yet. Um, it, okay. Seriously, like in this. Like where sports are at right now, there's nothing going on, so I'll yeah. honestly take whatever. Right. But um, yeah, I do recruiting for the Gophers, and I I really like that, and I think um, I think I'd like to stick with college recruiting. I just think I like college football better, and I feel like everyone's like, oh my God, like the NFL, like that'd be the dream to work for, and yeah. I I love the Vikings it's just two very different like cultures and they're run like the Vikings is a business and it's it's run that way right. and i i just like you know recruiting kids in high school seeing their dreams of playing college come true and then seeing them develop as a player and as a person and eventually seeing to get you know some of them go on to the draft and things like that and right. i think it's just more fulfilling for me, um, that said, I haven't obviously ever done scouting for the Vikings, but um, I have been in contact with one of their scouts, and she's awesome. I love her, um, and um, that that could be a possibility for when I graduate. Um, I don't know yet, though. I feel like it's just a very different job, and I I really like you know recruiting, so right. I feel like I feel like I'll probably go go that route, but like I said, um, the scout of the Vikings, like she's on my side. Um, so that's also a possibility.
0: That's awesome. I was I brought up the scouting thing because that's I uh I know a guy who worked. I saw him when me and my dad went to like the second preseason game ever in the new stadium in the locker room jersey store. His name was <laughs> I'm walking through and his name was Beans, and he was our team equipment manager at, at the school I went out to my freshman year. And uh funny great guy awesome and i was like dude how do you get hooked you know he was out in aberdeen south dakota and then here he is you know a couple years later and he said uh to get into that kind of thing it's it's working in the team store and then you you meet somebody in the program or however and then you kind of hey man you know do you ever need this and then you're a ball boy or some or you're Mm -hmm. a you know, kind of an intern. You're an intern until maybe there's a scouting position open and they like you. Do you? Yeah. Is that really what it is? Kind of either working your literally base level. You're the lowest employee on the market, and then you can m- move up, or is it knowing somebody and moving in kind of that way?
1: Honestly, I think it's knowing someone. I feel like there. <clears throat> And I tell all, like, the younger kids, like, your senior project is building up your resume and building your connections and stuff. And that's why I've been to, like, multiple different, like, women's and sports panels because they all want to help you. And they're all, like, there's been women from, you know, like, the Vikings and the Twins and the Timberwolves and the, um, why why am I blanking? The Wild Right. Um they all, they're all like high up and they all want to help you. And so I've been to like multiple things like that. I've met like amazing people, um, through going to those things. And it is a lot of, you know, get, get that job. Like, I think I started out in college. Like I had, um, a job like managing the dome in the field house on campus. And then from there I went into football and, You do a good job nominations and things like that, and you build up your resume, and um, that's how I got the job at the Vikings, because I had a good resume, um, and then I met people from there, and you just, you know, cultivate those relationships, and people, people want to help you out. Like, getting into sports is hard, and people want to help you out. Um, so, yeah, it's really, you know, just be a good worker, be a good person.
0: Right. Um, Wake up.
1: Those relationships. People, yeah.
0: Yeah, I gotcha so
1: I, It's hard for me right now. I'm like, oh, I miss all my people at work. I feel like nobody is saying like, oh, I really miss work right now. i right. like, I really just like want to be like in the office, like. I got into sports because I wanted to, like, have, like, you know, like, everyone's, like, so busy, everyone's so high energy, and I'm like, God, I just miss being in that environment right now.
0: Yeah, no, I get you. Like, I've always joked that if I, I mean, people say, I go back to school, and it's as if it's that easy and, like, knowing what you actually want to do and not waste time. So, it's like, I would love to be, like, a GM of a sports team. Well, there's, like, what (laughs) – maybe 10, 10 jobs or, you know, like locally or anything that is that like, there's no way unless you completely get set up in like one position or fall into it, luckily or something, you know, Mm -hmm. but no. So I was going to ask you, so drafts coming up, you were, you say you work with the Gophers. I have a few questions about the few guys getting drafted. I'm not really sports. Hopefully
1: I'll be able to answer.
0: Right. I'm going to, I might slide this part into the uh, other podcast I'm in, but no, it's just, Antoine Winfield Jr., how good of a guy is he?
1: He's really good. I honestly, I'm trying to, like, I don't think I have any bad things to say about anyone. Like, Right.
0: Obviously, for, I, I mean, wouldn't like, ask you that.
1: Like I said, if there's if there's bad guys, TJ doesn't really take any, any bullshit. Right. He'll, he straightens people really quick. Um, no, but he's awesome. Um, I don't really know. I don't. I don't know him too well, but, like, there's a few guys who, and I think it's most of the newbies who, like, come in, and they're kind of, like, shy. Some of them, some of them are really outgoing. Um,
0: yeah, like Rashard Bateman. He seems like a guy who would be, like, outgoing from the get-go. Yeah,
1: he is really outgoing, and he's the one, you know, I sit at the front desk. He always walks by and says hi, and we have to, like, press the button for them to, like, get in the building. He always says thank you and stuff like that, so... um, very polite and everything. I've never, I don't think I've ever hung out with him, um, but yeah, he's really polite. I, a lot of the guys that do go to the draft, like they're really humble. Um, I mean they're hard workers obviously, and they're really humble to be where they are.
0: Right. Uh. Yeah. 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 And you can tell. I mean, obviously, like Winfield being a captain, he stuck around. Like he was, he's been on the team for. Five years, but he's only a redshirt sophomore or something like that. I mean, yeah, it's just after a while, you got to go. I mean, you can't be 20, 27 years old and going into the draft, but yeah, uh,
1: I know. I think everyone that was like a question I was getting a lot. They were like, Is he gonna stay? Is he gonna stay? And I'm like, I don't think so. I think he's ready. He he had hype, yeah,
0: yeah. He had a great season. Like, go, Mm -hmm. go now, like, leave, you know, yeah, Uh, exactly, exactly. So, Tyler Johnson, how big is he? Because I'm other podcasts I've said the Vikings should grab him because we need somebody else that's big and it's kind of the joke and obviously like with the Adam Thielen thing it's another hometown kid and yeah but how big is he because the thing was is like if he's kind of slow that's fine but if he's a big presence you know whatever but if he's a small 6'2 guy it's like ah you're just you know you might as well be six foot
1: no I think he is I mean I'm trying to like compare him to my friend BC I think they very going to go on and do big things um, I'm excited to see him because I mean Blake Cashman he got he yeah. so much time this year for the Jets
0: yeah he, yeah, he he's a starter
1: in, yeah yeah no that was so awesome to see um, and I think um, and I know BC got playing time too as a, as a rookie which is awesome and I think Tyler Johnson will be up in that area I think he'll for sure get some playing time for a team this year. Hopefully, I'm rooting for all my Gopher guys.
0: Yeah, and you even, have to.
1: That's why it's so hard. Like being in my position, I'm like, go Vikings. But then, like when we play, like one of our guys, I'm like, I really want to do good.
0: Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Um. Okay. So then, what what's it like to have PJ as a boss? Because the whole, you know, the whole thing with him is is that it's it's he's high energy and he's you know, mm-hmm. elite and all oh, row the boat and all that. <laughs> There has to be some sort of uh you know, if you know the role roll the bullet story and and you know, why he's he's so energy like that and how he how it started in western Michigan, what's it like to have a boss like that and and working for a guy like PJ Fly? Um,
1: I'm trying to think. He I feel like people give him a bad rap. Um I mean, obviously, like, a lot, a lot of people love him, but a lot of people, that's a question I get a lot. They're like, is that, is that real? And he's obviously a really passionate guy, and I think I just had this, like, we were at a turkey drive. We do the turkey drive every year for Thanksgiving, and people, um, who don't have food and things like that, and we just had, like, a really nice, like, one-on-one conversation, and, um, He is, like, really, really down to earth Um, when you talk to him one-on-one. And he was like, you know what, like, love my job. And he was like, this would be the best job in the world, the absolute best job, if it wasn't so, like, in the media. Yeah. And he does have to, you know, market us and put on, like, a good face for the media. And I think sometimes people are like, oh, that's too much. But it's part of the job.
0: Right. You have to sell what you're doing
1: coming from where we were, like, it had to be a big change like that, because we weren't standing too hot um, before him, so. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, you, had, yeah. you had coaches that, yeah, you had the, the scandal with the players, and and mm-hmm. a coach gets fired for standing behind them, and, you know, players mm-hmm. don't know where to go, because that it's not good for administration, and then you bring in the guy who is probably i mean one of the most culturally centered in the nation i mean you know Mm -hmm. culture when you when when you say pj fleck so yeah Yeah. that's crazy that's crazy i i loved it i i uh so i've been on a sports kind of whatever podcast with my buddies for a while and i told like i said it all last summer that i'm i'm in i'm in on the gophers i'm I'm going in as hard as i love the vikings i want to give it you know whatever and we have the great season, and, and me and my buddy, we got into it because he's not into anything but you know Minnesota sports, hates it all, even mm. though he's been in Minnesota his entire life. And uh, so we go back and forth, and and this season it's like you, you can't deny when the dude finishes in like the top twenty of the nation, and and a yeah. hell of a bowl, like you know everybody's saying they're gonna get their ass beat by Penn State and Auburn, and you know it was it was great games. I, this year yeah. we we got beat by Wisconsin this year, right? Or, yeah. Okay right but it's exciting though like it's it's finally like you're relevant you know and it's not a, it's not like he promised this you know he he had this yeah. in mind and and having that and, and bringing that it it's it's awesome for minnesota because you know the joke was is that it's all old people at games until you go to the student section and it's like next year i think pe- i mean if if people are even allowed to go to football games next year Um, Yeah,
1: seriously. Right.
0: The one year... I don't even know what they're going to do. Right. Of course, when the Gophers become relevant, the next year, there's a ban on...
1: (laughs) It's canceled. (laughs) ...mass
0: gatherings. Yeah, exactly. No, so...
1: Yeah, I'm super excited because I know, I mean, this year, I think the best time to go through the program, like the sport management program that I've had, like, was the time that I went because we had... The Super Bowl and the Final Four, and then just the year that the Gophers had this year, and it was crazy being on the field for the Penn State game. Yeah, and just like experiencing all that energy, it was nuts. I was standing next to Eric Decker, and yes. he was so great. And just like the the um, game day came, and that was awesome. Um, it was it was incredible just to like the the energy that came. Like, it was so, so drastic from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. We had students, the student section was packed the whole game. And I've never seen that before. And it yeah. was like that for a few games. It was
0: nuts. That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you guys had, was it Casey O'Brien? That was the... Yeah. Yeah, Casey O'Brien. I mean, obviously, that's a story in itself where... I mean, when you're even around that, I can't imagine being around that story and then being on the field with that moment happening, like everybody's got to be fucking pumped, you know, like jumping around in their chair. And I mean, it was nuts. It was, it was was cool to see, you know, even if it's a field goal holder, it's like, hell yeah, man, get out there.
1: He was so awesome. Um, He's honestly, and my dad um, went to college with his dad. So they're, they're buddies. So his story touches a little close to home. And so it's, It's awesome to see that, you know, I think that's what PJ wants, what he was trying to, you know, change the culture to be more centered around people and not just football. And that's, you know, an incredible, incredible story. And he went through this season and he had another bout of cancer and just like come out on the other side yet like a fifth time, I think. Yeah. It's nuts.
0: That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. And, and I mean, I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, I saw my dad go through it a couple of years ago, and it was like it's 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 completely it's completely un unearthly what happens to the body and how people react and and just you know how how mentally strong you have to be to be able to get through it because there are days that you're just off and and even to play you know obviously the football schedule is to is molded and helps him a little bit but even to be near that stuff you got to be a strong motherfucker to, to go through all of it yeah. and show up and be there at games and have a good attitude about it you know not be tired yeah. that's that's insane to me insane i
1: know i think that's the biggest thing too like i feel like sometimes i like get out of a rut and then i get like just kicked back down again and i'm like he has gotten kicked down like five times and he comes out every single time and he's like I fucking beat it again like it's not it's not like doing anything to me and I'm like that's so incredible just to like and I love this year how much attention it got crying because someone someone's kid got cancer or something and the parents writing like Casey helped him so much, like, just to push through just, like, one more treatment and something yeah. like that. And I'm, like, getting chills right now. And I'm, like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. is so, so incredible.
0: I joke that after after being a dad for so long now, like, anytime even in, like, uh, ESPN story starts with that, like, piano music and the guy goes, a while ago at whatever school I go, oh, no. Like, my, my tears start rolling because it's, like, the dude's about to have some really good story about someone overcoming it and running out with the team or something. It's, like, don't yeah. do this to me, dude. Like, knock it off. They they always have the the one ESPN reporter who does like every sad story like weekly on college game day. It's like, dude, how do you not just at the end of the like day just not cry after like story after I, story after you know? But they're all they're all good in the end. But I yeah I tear up yeah. within like thirty seconds of like hearing it. I know,
1: I I was like okay, so another day at work, another uh, another box of tissues I went through.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> so you mark it. You are an intern. You you also sell makeup, right? That was the other one.
1: Yeah, I so I'm a consultant for Rodan Fields. I know I wear so many hats.
0: Oh, no, that's good. I'm
1: sticking. I'm sticking with football. Um, that's like what, what I want to do with my career. But I, like I said, I had loved cooking, and then, and then yeah. I was like,
0: you gotta make that prep. cash. I
1: was like, why don't I help people and stuff like that? So that's how like that turned into like a cookbook. Um, but yeah, a consultant with Regina and Fields. I just got a promotion yesterday actually. Um, which is really awesome. Yeah, congrats. Like really the the number one skincare company in America. Um, I got into it what, two years ago. Um, my friend who I went to college with, um, she had actually got me into it and I actually signed up to be like a consultant while I was in Cabo. Um so it was really funny because she's like, yeah, you can work from anywhere. And I signed up in Cabo. So I was like, it's true. You can work from anywhere. So, yeah, people um, – we have, like, four, the four big, like, skincare issues that people are worried about. Um, we market towards those, um, a bunch of other stuff. Um, yeah, it's awesome.
0: No, I get you. Right on. <laughs> Uh, it's
1: really, helped. it's really helped this month because I obviously haven't been at work. And so like, I still have that coming in, which is super nice.
0: Right. Exactly. And you can do that from home too. That's, that's where it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. not like you got to go to the office or, or you have a, you know, like a manual labor job, like I'm off for three weeks now. So it's, or even longer. Right. So it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's nice for me. Like I don't got nothing to do, so I I have no problem (laughs) hanging out and, and, and definitely now it's been like, uh kind of uh getting to people to podcast and trying to get this going and try to backlog some so maybe if a week if I don't have anybody I can throw out another you know hour or so and but yeah but you
1: know someone mentioned the other day they were like if you have like podcast or something like now's the time to get people on people are not going to have this much free time like ever again so, right
0: that's i've been reaching out to people like send
1: those messages
0: exactly i've reached out to a couple of minneapolis bands that i want to come on just that way like yeah like people that i'm really interested in trying to talk you know um and i have like zach coming on in a couple months which will be cool he's getting ready for the draft so like have, oh, have that's
1: a, so awesome i know i was talking to my friend and he was like yeah our days got canceled and i'm like god that
0: sucks yeah yeah so now it's all just well and here's my thing is what if like the nfl has a successful year recruiting this year because there's no fluff no guy who runs a four three and everyone's like oh we got to take him now like no it's just going to be film like that's that's all you get maybe and i've heard a few guys doing like a zoom workout where like clubs will be hanging back and you can watch a guy do the three cones if he's with one coach or something and
1: yeah i mean i know and i've I'm wondering what, because the Vikings, I texted my friends um, the other day, and I was like, do you guys know, like, what your plan is? Because they were supposed to come back uh, this month, um, like, mid or end of April. And I was like, have you guys, like, heard anything? Like, are you going to fly back? Because if you're not from here, they all went home. Yeah. And, like, traveling is, like, a no-no right now. And so I think if if the Vikings, like made, like, said you need to report – they, they would um, either fly or drive. I think my friend Oli drove, so he wouldn't have had to go on a plane, but um, yeah, they were like, we have no idea what's going on. We haven't heard anything. Um, We don't know if like, that's still the same timeline. And I'm wondering like, if they do put it off, like maybe the coaches will just like, you know, here's your film to watch here. Here's like the workout, maybe like the, um, the strength coaches will just have to film something for them to do at home because it's not like they have access to anything. I don't know.
0: Right. They were. Uh, I've listened to a couple of, like player interviews and like even this morning, a guy on ESPN was talking about the NFL. Like they might have to quarantine guys off all together 14 days and then stay away from their families and just like stay at a team hotel for the entire season and then maybe not play in front of fans and, and try to limit as much exposure and make sure, you know, people either are tested before and have had it or, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be crazy. Like, I mean, yeah you know, like I'm scared that with Kirk Herbstreet saying there might not be college football or NFL football next year. And it's like, yeah. Uh, that, that, right.
1: And, and the NFL is, pushing, you know, more of those European games. And I'm like, I don't know if that's going to happen this year. No,
0: this, this I mean, might change. You, like what, like, listen to what you were saying earlier, like trying on jerseys and gloves now that's gone. Like that's gone just from people being like, Oh, I actually have to wash these things more than like once a t- you know, once a day. It's like, Oh my God. Like it's, it is gr- not gross. Cause obviously it's sanitary and people were fine. Yeah, yeah. But the per perspective of it, a perception is, is gone. Like you're, you know, people that's, right. you know, you're, uh, I'm even, I'm sketchy now about holding, like, like using hands, like, or handles or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I watch people now, I watch their hands and if they cough, it's like, you know, everyone gets the death stare. Yeah.
1: We went to a restaurant like before they were all closed and everything. Like we just got takeout and I went in with my mom and the cashier had like she was like chewing on her fingernails and then like my mom handed her a credit card and she like grabbed it with the same hand and I was like, Okay, you yeah. that's not great.
0: I saw a chick we had we I was at my nephew's birthday party at a water park and the the cool thing was is they, they weren't allowing walk in, so you had to have had a birthday party reserved. So okay. there was nobody there besides a couple others and at that point whatever, you know, it was still yeah. early enough in all this where it wasn't, you know, you couldn't do that. But uh, the lady who was serving pop and water and stuff, her thumb was in the pitcher. Oh, and I'm I'm one of those that, people who once I notice it, I'm gonna just turn away. Like I'm not even gonna like uh, have ha- let you pour me a drink. Like I'm done.
1: Yeah.
0: You know I, I can't. Uh, I I'm very you know. Le- don't, don't, don't don't and also like the top. Like if I if it's a glass with no straw, don't put your ha- grip around the yeah, very top of the rim. Yeah, like this. Uh. I got to put my lips there. Like, I don't know where... Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping this changes a lot of people, but also it's like, how gross were we before? Like, we thought things were clean and certified. It's like, no.
1: I'm wondering, like, how many, like, once this all blows over and places open back up again, are people going to keep the same sanitary measures that they just implemented, or are they going to all go away?
0: I think they have to. I think this is going to change, like, concessions and all that, and... I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, like, how, but it's going to be, like, the workers are going to have to put ketchup on your burger for you now, and, I mean. Yeah, they're, they're,
1: I, I guess I didn't even think about that, and I'm, like, thinking, like, back to, like, when I was at the U.S. Bank Stadium, like, you do all, like, you push on all those things. Yeah. There's no sanitizer in sight.
0: And then you're going to eat, and then, and then yeah. it's, uh or, like uh, like, I'm always a guy who grabs, like, the third or fourth, like, lid for the cup. Mm-hmm. But because it, no one's touched it, but then I'm the asshole because I've now just touched the next three lids. Oh, really? <laughs> so so like and you know in this whole process I've learned I'm and uh, you know I'm 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 picky and and but I'm also wanting to not touch the one that like somebody dropped on the floor or yeah. you know like I don't trust workers like like I've never had a DoorDash. I'm not letting some random guy who's never who's not even employed through that company to like not eat my food. You know, and and then like He's they like, say, you're order
1: like McDonald's. He's sticking his hand in the
0: bag. Uh, <laughs> there there's guys who say it. There's uh, people who go on uh, on podcasts now who are like famous that were Uber drivers at one point or not Uber but uh, DoorDash. And yeah, they'd yeah. say, oh yeah, I'd sneak my hand in and grab fries and onion rings. And, are you me? Uh, I said never. I've never, I've never ordered it. I I was gonna be a dasher and I never did. But they give you the free bag, so now I just have this free insulated thermal bag that i i could just (laughs) i I said i could go on a mass spree at like chipotle and just grab like a random bag door dash it out of there and they would never know you know
1: right you're gonna be like okay yep that's me
0: yeah yeah or he was supposed to do that and i was like now would be the time if i was if i could build up such a scheme
1: yeah yeah Oh my god! Yeah, I don't yeah. Got my it. sister, my sister was like thinking about doing that, and I'm like, I feel like you're gonna have to like be in contact with so many people. It's it's just not worth it." No. Plus, she's um a nursing assistant. I'm like, you can get any job you want right now. Yeah, like, what exactly. You thinking about going to DoorDash.
0: Such a high need. I mean, and you know, <laughs> I still look at the tips every once in a while because like if you go on when it's super busy, it's like an extra two bucks for every delivery you do. Um, and, and I just do it to be lazy and be like, ah, I'm never going to do it. But sometimes I'm like, maybe I'll do it today. I don't know who, like, you know, whatever, but I can't imagine being like in the health like field right now where like, if people are stressed or quitting their job because of this, like, I'm sure they're filling spots like crazy.
1: Yeah. 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 She usually works in like a nursing home and she said, she just came back from Iowa. She was going to college at Iowa State. Um obviously they're all online now, but she had a job there working at a um nursing home and they had to like check her temperature every time. She went in and they had to fill out like a symptom sheet every time she went in. So they were like really closely monitoring that um but yeah, now it's like I don't even know. I was like you should just get another job here. And she's like, I need to fill out my unemployment. I'm like, go get a good job. You can.
0: Right. Exactly. There no
1: work going on. I can't get a job.
0: Yeah. 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 You're, you're going to have a hard one. I mean, you're that's, <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be like, they're hoping to bring maybe in June and stuff, but it's like, this is, this is crazy. And like the, uh, China basketball association, they had to yeah. br- br- bring back their games and they were supposed to be scheduled by now. And, yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna be a mess. It sucks with no no sports. Like we all forget like how much we depend on them for like entertainment and just just even just basic like boredom. But I know. like what a time to be a member of like esports.
1: Right, David, they're going crazy right now, and I think we just got a notification from like the U, um, like this past week saying like oh sign up for like e-intermurals and stuff like that. And I was like, "What are e-intermurals? Like what are you going to play?" Yeah. They're they're shifting their focus to esports and I know I'm like I feel so bad because we talk about like in my classes like how sports, you know, bring people together and stuff like that and even in like the great depression stuff, people still had sports and it like was really, I mean, it like strung people together. And now it's like, we don't even have that. Like we don't have anything right now.
0: Right. Uh, I was, I I was thinking of something right as you were saying that. Oh, all right. So because you work for the Gophers, I know if this is classified information, it's only an audio podcast. So give me a wink. Have you heard anything about players and their likeness and the ability to be able to, profit off that in a video game or any i mean obviously like they wouldn't like write out say that but has there been anything that you can think of that would like make you think like uh maybe the golfers are getting ready to you know maybe upload this roster online or something
1: i know that i um so i actually have a class right now and the professor is the director of um, compliance so he has like he gives us all the new information, and all the rules and everything. And I know we're waiting on one, like one bill or something like that um, for the players to be able to profit um, off of their name and likeness and everything. Um, and he said that, because I think was it California that gave an ultimatum um, of beginning this time, like players will be able to profit off of, like, name and likeness. Maybe it's, like, 2022 or something like that. Yeah. And so Yeah. they're giving the NCAA time to react. And he was telling us that a bunch of other um, universities, including the U of M, have also told the NCAA that they're going to take it in that direction as well if something isn't done.
0: So right, right.
1: we're moving in that direction for sure um, because, I mean, the NCAA, NCAA is just a just an organization. Players can, and the reason that people are in it is because they want the, you know, like the NCAA championship and things like that. Right. And that holds a lot of, like, high stakes and stuff, but at the same time, all the colleges and universities could just as easily pick up, leave, create their own new organization, right. and have that the new standard. Obviously, that wouldn't be good for the NCAA, no. and they know that do that so they have to change what they're currently doing
0: right well that's that was the thing is states were just going to go behind their backs so they went to a liberal state like california and said hey we're not profiting and people are making millions on us and that's a great place right now to be you know hey help us we need the money too and and so they exactly the ncaa doesn't have anything over jurisdiction of state especially state you know sponsored schools through funding and stuff it's like you're not going to tell them where they can put their money and especially if those kids are keeping like like i have to imagine the the rumor was that like 10 years ago that if everyone got paid so many colleges only make money on their football program you know like like think of like idaho like idaho's been a team that had to go from like division 1 to division 1aa and back i don't even know if they've came back because of the money and and what you have to pay to be in fees of conferences and and like you look at like ndsu who gets you know I'm like, they're going to Oregon this year because teams are sick of it. Like they're, they're not going to get beat up at D one level. Like Iowa state, Iowa got beat Gophers. They'll never do that again. I'll guarantee the Gophers will never play NDSU again because it's all kids that, you know, a lot of them play in Minnesota and then they go to NDSU and to beat the hometown school. It's not good. It's not a good look, but yeah. um, No, I asked that question because I'm a huge, I'm still playing the NCAA game. The last one they made on a PS3 and my PS3 freezes, yeah. like, every two fucking ga- hours, and I have to restart it, and it's it's a whole big thing, but I refuse, I'm I'm very, I'm very, uh, stubborn in that, that way, and it's my favorite game, so, like, I still play as the Gophers, and, like, I just got snubbed by them, and I know, I know this has nothing to do with you, and you probably don't care,
1: <laughs> but, uh, well, I, about that. he is, like, keeping us updated, like, every week, he's, like, okay, like, here's, like, who messed up this week and nothing's going on right now, obviously like all recruiting stopped and everything like no spring ball. So I don't think anyone is doing hopefully anything illegal um, right now, but um, he updates us. I'm like, Oh, this is who like did illegal stuff this week and he updates us on all that stuff. And it's really awesome. like I said, he's the director of um, compliance. So we are in the know. It's just like mostly, we're mostly waiting for the NCAA to react. Yeah. And and he said most likely they will. Like, they're...
0: They're going to. They're, they're, yeah.
1: The, the I think they're figuring out how to react because their alternative is to lose all of their teams.
0: Yeah. And um, And all that money.
1: Yeah. And so they're just figuring out, you know, how that would work. But it's... I mean, it's not like the players are going to be like directly paid by the university it's more of like you know there's so many players uh college players that are like you know like they're instagram famous and like if they want to promote like a clothing company or something yeah they they should do that yeah and that's you know separate from their ability to be able to play football right like. like that has like being able to, you know what? I'm gonna sponsor Caribou Coffee. I like coffee. That has nothing to do with their ability on the field.
0: Right. And Caribou's so. not gonna pay them more money to catch an extra touchdown. It's like, right. You know, no one's gonna get to Tanner Morgan and go, hey man, if you're if you throw in Adidas, we'll give you ten thousand dollars more, but you also have to throw for a hundred yards more a game. It's like that's not gonna happen, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's what they wanna work out. Like they wanna be like, okay, like no incentives and things like that. And I think what people love right now about college football is that it is like more pure, like more of a pure game versus um, the NFL, but they're going to still be separate at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Like Like people
1: two different things.
0: And people talk all the time about like paying players and like, you know, it's not going to change. Like, it wouldn't change anything. It would just be more fair that instead of saying, hey, you're allotted this many meals that we can give you. Like, hey, we can actually give you a little bit of a, you know, a little check here and there for for giving, you know, bringing. Especially like at Penn State, 100,000 people pay ticket prices to go see that game. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's a lot of money coming back to that school. And then people are buying beer and they're buying food and they're buying the Penn State logo on their hat, you know. It's And especially with PJ mm-hmm. and Row the Boat, you know, yep. if you can get that into like a good, you know, players wearing that on their, you know, if players want to sponsor that themselves, if Casey O'Brien was a spokesperson for Row the Boat, I mean, I, that would be amazing, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. but I, you know, I get where the problem would be where if your coach has something like that and then all of a sudden, you, you know, you're brought into that, it's like, well, where's the favoritism? And I'm sure that brings its own right. thing, but the NCAA is crooked in itself. So, right. I mean...
1: Yeah, because I think, I mean, like I said, that would have to be something that the NCAA would work out because PJ owns throw the boat and the university doesn't. Yeah. So it's his brand. And so it would be a little touchy for the head coach to pay a player, you know? So it's something that
0: the NCAA would have to
1: work out over their rules and whatever. And I think that's what they're doing now. And California did give them a little bit of time to do that. Um, Obviously, I feel like they're a little (laughs) preoccupied right now, but um, it would be, it would be, I think it'd be huge. And the thing that people are like caught up on is like, oh, like it it wouldn't be fair to everyone else. And I'm like, it's going to be separate. Like the university is going to Still give you know college football people their full ride. They're still gonna get their housing paid right. for, their food paid for, and their school paid for. But other companies are allowed to pay people now for yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah, and in yeah,
1: and I, you know what? Like yeah, it is gonna be unfair. Like Adam Thielen is gonna get paid more in sponsorships than a rookie. Like that's just how it is. Right. And you're still getting your like full-ride scholarship that's not going
0: to change right well and especially with the internet today like think about how many like you know i'm sure there's an internet company for a volleyball store that if they wanted to sponsor the women's gopher team and and there you go boom you know a local a local volleyball team that or a volleyball equipment or whatever i mean or clothing line or whatever that's that's that opens up a lot of local abilities for schools and and then puts them on a you know on a national level if you get if you get to your program level or the internet i mean how many times do you see on sports center now of a, a volleyball men's league that goes mm-hmm. no num- that goes in the top three for uh highlights of the week because they catch it on a phone i mean you know there's a lot of like rashard bateman is a guy who has a huge following right now and came into it yeah. and he's a guy who if he doesn't go to the nfl you know and probably will he has a career now for being a, sp- a spokesperson. Right. Uh, uh, he could write a book, and ha- you know, like there's a lot of things that open up when you allow people to continue growing that fan base and not monitor right. them. And yeah, it's- I
1: think that the I think the NCAA needs to spin it in a positive way too, because that I mean brings up a good point. Like people, players could you know profit off of their whole college career. What if they are good, but they just they don't want to play in the nfl like if they right you know what, i have any concussions at this point like it just would be safe they could save all of that money that they've earned in sponsorships yeah. and pocket that and build up a good future and do or, what they want exactly their life. use their career that they've gotten you know a degree in and
0: yeah stuff. and their exposure so yeah
1: i think i think it opens up more possibilities you know to protect the future of the players
0: right Right. And it's such a, in schools, like colleges, especially are such a fraternity, not a fraternity, but it's a, an alumni and you're, you're a member of this school forever. And imagine, you know, uh, a Reggie Bush who, you know, or I'm trying to think of somebody who was awesome in college, but just completely nothing, like, uh, nothing, nothing by the time they got to the pros and two years in they're they're selling insurance. It's like, well, now right. can you imagine having a great following? You've you've gone through, you've made some money, you have a little bit of a business yeah. sense, and now you can start making moves. Like you're just opening up positions for these kids, and not have to be hey either college football or you're an you're a high school football coach, you know, or 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 the NFL, or you know, not such drastic. Like you can get into whatever market you want. But right, right on.
1: I think that's what the kids want too. Like they don't want to be stripped dry by the end of their playing career. Like they want you know cushion and stuff like that and if they have the ability to get that then I feel like they should be able to
0: right and I'm just greedy because again I want that video game to come back and (laughs) I I have no life and
1: I think that's I forget what video game we had at the um Vikings
0: players lounge don't let me forget that
1: it was what
0: I gotta ask you about the players lounge that's after you can answer your question and then you gotta tell me how sweet that new players lounge is
1: yeah okay so i need to I, I forget what video game the vikings had but they had like at camp they had like early release video games like okay. with all the kids all the kids i felt so bad like all the little boys and stuff they'd be like oh, like mom i'm bored after walking around forever and i was like guess what like go in that building over there they have the new like nfl game and madden like, oh my god yeah yeah and they're like oh my god see i don't play video games but okay I gotcha. they like freaked out and and I was like and it's the only air conditioned building on on the whole campus so they were like
0: yeah moms are running that um, way
1: yeah their mom was like I get a break they get to play their video games and they were like so psyched because we got it early um so the players could you know play themselves whatever try it out and everything so then we just let the kids play with it after that so that was cool um that was a big hit
0: I gotta ask you uh EA that was so okay so clubhouse and then um, EA Sports, they have the Madden Raiders that come. Do they actually come to practices and, like, watch players move? And so they so ESPN did a thing where, like, these guys, will they'll see their EA Sports, you know, on Madden. They'll see their ratings. And then they'll be like, yeah. oh, man, I'm faster than that. I can't believe you, you gave me, you know, I'm slow as shit in the game. Um, <laughs> have you seen that where they're actually at, like, practices and games and – I have.
1: I haven't seen that. Um, I like I could have missed it. There's like a lot of people that come, like are just random people that yeah, come. I'm sure. To watch like on the sidelines, and not everyone's allowed on the sidelines. Um, I'm trying to think. Like I don't think I saw anyone with those credentials. Maybe I don't know. Who's they, the? They definitely they definitely could have been. Um, some days some days were. Um. Close practices. Maybe they, I don't know. I don't know how that would work.
0: I gotcha. Who's the most famous person you've seen to come to a Vikings practice? Ooh. Or like the biggest Vikings fan you weren't expecting. Like, like, uh, I'm trying to think about like Prince, like before he died, like Prince was a huge Vikings fan.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think, I feel like I saw people and I don't remember now because it was so long ago, but I definitely remember being like, Oh my God, they came to practice. I think it was just, um, it was probably just like some NBA players. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And the other week, I t- just told you I watched my cousin on um, Sports Center.
0: Yeah, give her a shout out. Um, there you go.
1: Yeah. Um, it's Paige Becker. She plays for Hopkins. So she's headed to UConn.
0: She's the num- number one uh, women's national.
1: She's the number Nash- one uh, girls' basketball recruit in the nation. Um, yeah. She's awesome. But I went to her. Um, game at Hopkins the other week and I was like trying to find my dad in the stands the whole it was like the playoffs, so it was like crowded everything's packed and I like walked by and out of the corner of my eye I was kind of just like is someone like sitting there with like Gucci boots on and then I was like Carl Anthony Towns is sitting here like watching my cousin play yeah so it was so funny (laughs) I'm like there you go that's so weird to me and People have like stopped my sister um, and they're like, oh my god, like, you know who you look like? You look like Paige Beckers. And it's just funny because, like, to me, like, you know, she's my, my family, she's my cousin, but everyone else, she's like, I mean, she is a hotshot, but everyone else is like, oh my god, she's a celebrity. And my sister was like, yeah, like, yeah, we do look alike, like that. Yeah, yeah, happens. yeah. Own
0: it. Yeah, it exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, own that for sure.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was so funny. So my parents are her godparents, and then her dad is my godfather. So, um, yeah, we're super close. Um, Like our family obviously is. um, I feel like we're all really close. But it was just so funny. Like I was like, is the – Timberman was watching my cousin right now? Like this is weird to me.
0: Yeah, right on. Exactly. Well, as a member of a sports podcast, I should throw it out there. If you could, I mean, a quick interview. I I promise I won't swear. That's one thing. But if not, I understand. It's I obviously get it. I'm more or less giving yeah. you shit.
1: Maybe I'll ask her. I wow. don't know when she obviously there's there I was so sad because um the last two games, so the last second to last game, um it was like limited family. So, we couldn't go in. I think they got like limited tickets at Williams Arena and then the the championship game was canceled.
0: And oh, I'm like, that's senior. right. Yeah,
1: I'm like it's her senior year. They didn't get to play in the championship. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. But.
0: Well, and uh, and to not even.
1: Econ,
0: so. To not be a bigger bummer, she was supposed to meet Kobe, right?
1: Kobe follows her on Instagram.
0: Kobe followed her on Instagram. Yeah. Well, if I yeah. suppose follow, still, well, I mean, does. He still does. I know, it's I know. Sorry, sorry. That account, I guess. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole for that joke. Um. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, yeah, yeah, it's, that was, I remember that was even one of the things that came up, uh, after he passed away was that, you know, um, she had said something that she, he was going to, they were going to practice together. Right. I mean,
1: yeah, she was supposed to, I mean, um, I think they had like met before or something. Um, but she was supposed to go down, um, for one of his camps or something like that. Yeah. And that was set up for this year. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't know how, um if it was, like, with his daughters or something like that, but, yeah, she was supposed to go down there and, like, practice, like, with his camp and stuff like that, um, obviously, that didn't happen, but, yeah, it was, it was crazy. My sister just told me that today. She's like, Kobe follows her, and she said, maybe LeBron, too, so I need to go look this up right now, and she actually, I have, like, a bunch of notifications on my phone right now because, um, I put, like, the little clip of her on SportsCenter, and so she put it on her story. And now I have like a bunch of like random.
0: So can we make it official right here that on 50 shades of Boucher, you decided you're going to be a sports agent and do that for your cousin? Cause I mean, that sounds like maybe that's something you could do is represent your cousin. And, and I mean, you're building up a, a pretty good sports career around athletes. I mean,
1: I know. And I, I, that's connections too. Um, and I feel like hopefully I'm like not a, like super awkward I can build like normal sports connections to people but yeah yeah Use fun. It. and I feel like I feel like um it'd be it'd be cool for her if she wanted oh that's what I wanted to say she I don't know if she wants to go to the WNBA or not I'm sure she definitely could if she wanted to um, but the Timberwolves would be a good choice for her because they're you know really up there in the WNBA. But um, the other day, um, she got a, a letter from the FBI. Um, she has always like loved, loved, loved like forensics and stuff like that.
0: Oh and wow! The
1: FBI sent her an email or a letter, and they were like, "Yeah, we'd love to have you. Like whenever you're done with basketball." Like,
0: oh my oh. god, that's awesome! <laughs> the
1: Federal Bureau of Investigation just sending you can, letters.
0: Can like, you imagine hey. getting that? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd ask my pants. I they'd one 100%. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like my taxes came back and they caught me. Like.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, I'm under arrest. What did I do?
0: Yeah. I'd be, I've
1: I'd done too many things for that, for me to just think like, oh, this is just a casual letter. Yeah.
0: I'd be looking over my shoulder and be like, where's the white van? Like check the Wi-Fi yeah. and make sure there's not FBI I'd number be seven. Like,
1: I'd be like covering up the camera on my phone. Like, oh my God, they're watching me. Exactly. The there, you
0: there you go. There you go. No, I appreciate you coming on. I'll let you go. I know uh, it's a nice day out, and I hear my dog whining to try to go back outside. But um, no, I really I really appreciate you coming on. Please, one more time, please tell people where they can get your cookbook, where they can get your your product. Um, follow you if you <laughs> yeah. want people to follow you on anything you got. Please just give it one more time.
1: So my cookbook is called Minnesota Made. You can get it on Amazon in Barnes & Noble. Um, probably just search my name, Mackenzie Keefe. Um, I have, um, the link in my bio, if you want to get any of those skincare products. Um, and then my food Instagram is meals by Mackenzie.
0: Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very much for coming on.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right. Have a good one.
1: Bye.